morning. Thank you for tuning in again to New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. My name is Caleb. I'm the associate pastor here at Flat Creek, and uh, Pastor Zach has asked if I could fill in on a few episodes for him. I gladly accepted, and I know we don't have long together, so I would like to dive right in. I want to look at some things that I have recently learned and would like to share with you from the book of 2 Samuel. Now, if you've been around Flat Creek, you've heard me mention uh, in passing or even uh, from the pulpit whenever I get to fill in preaching for Pastor Zach that I've spent almost the last two years teaching through the life of King David in the Old Testament with our teenagers. Uh, And it has been a rich and refreshing two years to just spend that amount of time in deep study of God's Word. But there's a few things that I've picked up along the way uh, that I feel are worth sharing with all audiences, uh, not just teenagers. So if you have a Bible, with all this being in mind, we're going to look at 2 Samuel chapter 11. Yes, we're going to kick this little mini-series off with David's greatest sin. Uh, Or at least that's what it says in the little heading in my Bible here. It says, chapter 11 says, Bathsheba, David's great sin. Now many people are going to be familiar with this story. David is already king of the entire nation of Israel at this point, not just Judah anymore. He is uh, a well-renowned general in battle. He's a loving, good, righteous king who loves the Lord and seeks to honor the Lord as king of Israel and lead his nation to also do the same. So David is, for all intents and purposes, a good king. He protects his people. He loves his people and he serves his people. But here we come to, and I want to just read this to you, not not the whole chapter, just some portions of it, because I love how it's written. Verse 1 of chapter 11, then it happened in the spring at the time when kings go out to battle. David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the sons of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem. Such an interesting little opening to our tragic story here. In the springtime, when the kings go to war, David stayed home. That's the paraphrased version. And I just want to point out real quick, this is the beginning of David's fall into sin. I read a book a while back by a man named Eric Geiger. The title of the book was How to Ruin Your Life. And he focused in on this portion of David's life. And he said there's three points from this one chapter that we can understand how David led himself into sin. The first one is David was alone. He wasn't going to battle with his army, with his other generals, with Joab or with Abishai, his other general. He stayed home in Jerusalem. All of his his counsel, his advisors, they were all fighting, making sure they could win the war. They They were all fighting Ammon and besieging Rabbah. But David stayed home. He was alone. This is man, sin loves for man to be alone. 
I'm just telling you, when you are by yourself, that's when the devil likes to sneak in and get his hooks in you. Right? It's not good for people to be by themselves, just left to their thoughts. I'm not saying you can't ever be alone. I'm actually alone in my office right now while I'm recording this podcast for you. But, while I'm physically alone, I am certain and I am sure that I have the Spirit of the Lord with me, number one. But I also have my thoughts pointed towards kingdom work in this moment. I may be physically alone, but I'm not spiritually alone. And I'm also not alone left to just dwell on what am I going to do, which leads to the point number two. David was bored. (laughs) He was very bored. He, he's alone in his palace. He's alone in his giant bedroom, I'm sure. He's got the huge balcony overlooking the city of Jerusalem. And he is bored, right? I'm here. I'm not bored. I, I'm doing this. I'm recording these podcasts. And so my thoughts are set towards kingdom work. David was alone, and he was just thinking about, what am I going to do this evening? What can I do to entertain myself in this moment? That's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous place to be. Let me say that again. It is a dangerous place to be. Now, we're all going to get bored. I don't want you to think that if you're bored in, in any given moment that you're immediately about to fall into a deep pit of sin. That's not what I'm saying. What I am suggesting to you, though, is that when you get bored, try to look for something to do to further God's kingdom. How much greater would the world be if when everybody got bored, we focused on Jesus and what we could spend our time doing for Him rather than looking for petty, immature entertainment that's provided by a lost world? It's an amen moment in my book. I didn't write that in these notes. That came from the Lord. Hope you enjoyed that because I certainly did. And I'm going to write it down as soon as I'm done recording this so I don't forget it again. But let's move on to point number three. David was prideful. Oh, this is the nail in the coffin right here. David's alone in his palace. He's bored. So he gets up, you know, he's walking around looking for something to do. And he goes out on the balcony and there he sees Bathsheba. A beautiful young lady bathing naked on the roof of her house. Now we can get into uh, all of the discussion about why she was there bathing, how she had just finished uh, her menstrual period of the month, and just all all this stuff. Look, let's keep it simple today. Yes, She probably knew David. Uriah, her husband, was one of David's mighty men. Okay? They knew each other. They were around each other. Bathsheba knew that David, likely, now we don't have proof of this in Scripture, but it certainly suggested that she knew that he could probably see her home from his balcony, and yet she was there doing this anyway. We could focus on that if we need to, but let's just, let's, let's kind of think about it this way. Alone, bored, prideful. The same could be said of Bathsheba even. And yet here we are, this one moment, David's eyes get fixed on Bathsheba. And he says in his pride, 
I want to be with her. And he sends his servants to go bring her to the palace. Servants say, but she's the wife of Uriah the Hittite. And he says, I know. Bring her anyway. That's a scary thought. It is a scary thought. Knowing how good and how righteous a man like David is. How quickly we fall into sin. How quickly we, our mind justifies what we know is wrong. It is unholy. It is sinful wickedness. But somehow our mind will help us justify the act. And we will move mountains in order to fulfill that deep worldly pleasure. May it never be said of any of us, y'all. Lord, may it never be said of us. May we always try to be present with you, Lord. May we always try to entertain ourselves with you. I've said that if you watch our morning after live stream, I've said that a couple times. I am discovering that the Lord is not only good for my study, he's also good for my entertainment. He is good for everything we could ever want or need. And may we never be so full of ourselves to think that we are incapable of falling into sin. I look forward to spending some more time with you later this week on New Horizons.